Hello, motherfunkers. Hello, you muddy funsters. We are in Scrummy Mummy Towers. We are. We're in Peckhamville's. Um, Together. I, yeah. Two and a half of us are here. Shirley's got rid of hers. Her both, both of hers, and I've just with um, my youngest. Yes, it's it's problematic, but we're gonna we're gonna make it work. We are moving we forward. Are. Moving forward. Now, tell me, Shirley, because my my babe turns um, three months on Monday. Yeah. And um, that's when you went back to work. Yeah. Now, talk us through the pros and cons of going back to work when your baby's three months old. The pros are the fact that you earn money, uh, you have a reason to change knickers in the morning, and your brain works. You you force mm. your brain to work again. The cons are the fact that you don't sleep, you feel guilty, you're constantly covered and you look and feel 104. Um, you've Yeah, I mean, there are lots and lots of cons. So the cons outweigh the pros. Definitely. Definitely. At three months, definitely. Why? You think you're returning back? No, I was thinking what I could really do with... Because I think about you um, a lot. and um, Too often. Too often, yeah. one might say. And um, I thought, gosh, my babe's going to be three months. How do I feel about going back to work? I thought I couldn't do it. But what I could do with is just a, a morning off. You know, a couple of mornings off. I could do that. Um, be around the area. So, you know, get on with the stuff. You know, go for a massage. Get, a get my little wax. trotters done. Yeah, get my trotters get done. Get some highlights, some low lights. Back crack and sack, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I do I know said, that, that would be really nice. I think I'd feel feel absolutely fine doing that. I don't think I would have with the first. I think I was still having panic attacks leaving him for even an hour. Yeah. Um, but certainly with the second, I would love a morning off. But yeah, I think it's, um, I would find it really tough. And just even just, you know, if you are breastfeeding, just regulating the milk. It would become... Um... Oh, it's a nightmare. I'm just... Con I was constantly just leaking on the bus, le leaking on the tube, leaking down into my boots. There's nothing you can do Hang on a minute. That. You just said was in the past tense. Do you want to update our listeners? Oh, because you regulate quite quickly. I know. You, I, you... I, I, I meant... To, yeah, sorry. I thought you, you were speaking as though you were no longer working. No, I, sorry, I yeah. still continue to work at the moment, but probably not for much longer. But no, you, you regulate out quite quickly. But listen, all I've known is a leaking, a leaking um, blues on. You're very blessed. Thank Hashtag blessed. And so next time round, um, if there is indeed a next time, how long do you think you should leave it? Shop you? is shut. Sure. I know we're in sort of the, towards the end of Jan. I know that because I haven't done my tax return yet. I hate myself for it, but never mind. Let's move on. Um, should we quickly discuss our Christmas presents to each other? No, it's actually on my list, okay? It's actually on my list, okay? I have only just opened Shirley's Christmas gifts to me. And I have to say, I was I was left quite speechless. I opened it, it was sort of uh, wrapped like a Christmas cracker. And I thought, what is it? Some Chanel nail varnish or something. How lovely. I haven't painted my nails in years, it feels like. And no, I open it and it's a little bottle of sort of hemorrhoid drops. Okay. So would you like to talk me through that? And yes. I looked and I, and I started felching around the bag for another. I said, obviously, okay. this is the joke gift. Where's my actual gift? Okay. That was my gift. Okay. First of all, can I just say, before Christmas, Shirley gave me a huge bag full of gifts for me and my family. And I was like, oh, shit, I knew she'd be organised because she thinks she's going to get struck down with COVID. And then I ain't got nothing for her yet. Anyway, a couple of days before Christmas, I was speaking to a very good mate of mine. And she just said, I can't get over my hemorrhoids. They're really, really, re oh, they have been giving me real trouble. But actually, I found this stuff recommended to me. And it's wonderful. It's just been a life change. And I went, oh my God, okay, quickly send me the link. Because actually, that's probably quite a good gift for Shirley. She went, it's quite expensive. I went, no, it's all right. She's all right. Anyway, she sent me the link. I bought it for Shirley. And that was, that was obviously, I was going to give you two gifts. But it ended up being the only gift I got you. The other one's outside. 
Um, but it really, I just thought I hadn't even, I didn't even pitch it or anything. I just gave you, yeah, hemorrhoid juice. Drops, you know, those <laughs> tiny little uh, aromatherapy bottles, you know, the really tiny tincture bottles. Uh, uh, what do I do? Put it on my pillow or put a drop in my diffuser? You don't need much, apparently. And apparently no, but it's where a do, life do I? Do I? But the thing is, Shirley, what you need to know about me, viewers, listeners rather, after I gave birth to my second, I got a real bad case of hemorrhoids. They were so painful, they kept me up at night. But what Shelley does know about But also me, with your first, you carried your um your pillow, your it's true, it's true. pillow it's with true. every to any, every dinner party more, you went to. Yeah, but more painful my second. Okay. It was just like new level because you know, piles on top of piles. That's a big pile. Um anyway. We so, should also just say quickly, it's strange because second was the Caesarean. The first one was a um but down it's still, the vagina. It, absolutely. It's still the pressure of the baby for the nine okay, months. Okay, okay. Sure, sure. Just down for, on pre existing piles. Mm. So the, these were these, and you know you have the inny, you have the ones that are within and the ones that hang out. Okay, the ones that hang out are the ones that cause a lot of pain. Please do bear with us, guys. Keep, but don't, please, don't please tune do out. With, don't tune out, guys. Stick with us. Stick with us. But what Shelley knows about me, she must know about me, if I have an ailment, I throw everything at it. I go and seek advice and I now am cured of my piles. Oh, so you didn't have piles when I gave you this very No, no, oil. I'm okay now. I mean, I have, I, there are well, issues, but okay. listen, I will, who's to say they won't return? I think they've gone into remission for and a short also, while. And also, when you're next time round, i.e. when the twins arrive, you can definitely use them. Oh, I'm definitely going to. So no, thank you. Um, uh, thank you. As my winning partner said, it's very thoughtful. She thought of you and your past. I genuinely said, did. It I didn't. I said, it's like me buying her fucking cream for her rosacea. How she chuckled. Um, and don't worry, we'll be discussing Shelley's rosacea next week. Right, now, I want to talk about castings, um, okay. you know, I want to talk about castings because we are entering a new dawn, aren't we, in terms of um, casting. We are now uh, classified as, I would say, ugly, knackered mums. We come into that category. Yeah, and there's a massive landscape for it, which massive is lovely. Market. Yeah. It's nice. Um, whereas before, it was it was difficult, it was tricky to get work, and I think we've entered a new phase where actually, you especially, because I haven't returned to the workforce just yet, but you're finding, you're getting more castings, mm. you know, knackered UGLY mums. Yeah. And um, I don't, I say that with a pinch of salt, I am joking. Beautiful knackered mother. And um, you're not only, you know, sometimes getting them, but you get right to the end. Oh, a heavy them, pencil. Yeah. Heavy, pencil heavy pencil, if not get the part. Yeah. So this is good. Um, which reminds me of, uh, uh, of, well, I actually sort of put the nail in the coffin of my acting career when I didn't get a very, very small part on the show that my willing partner actually wrote oh yes so 13 it was the, the role of the I said listen you're writing something this might be my opportunity to at least just get on the fucking ladder sure so she goes well there is the part of the nurse three lines yeah I'll can you manage that can you manage that my agent calls me as yeah. though it had nothing to do with my winning partner I go this is amazing it's a BBC drama yeah. they want they want to see you yeah. for the role of the nurse stop it and I go I thought I won't tell you that my winning partner wrote it I mean this is nepotism at its worst or best depending which way you look at it Anyway, I went up for the casting, nailed it. It's three lines. I remembered every single one of them. And I thought I did Wrote them yourself, like, well, maybe. Well, <laughs> do you know what? I had the writer there, and she goes, you've nailed it. That's exactly how the nurse should be. Great. Anyway, what, so I'm just thinking it's in the, the back. line you were right? Oh, I can't remember now. It was just everything okay? Everything okay? Yeah, sure. um, do, would you like would a you glass, glass of yeah, water? Yeah, yeah. Uh, or rest, take it easy, yeah. you know, something okay. like that. Anyway, obviously it's in the bag. Yeah. You'd, you'd hope. Absolutely. I didn't get it. Okay, that, well, <laughs> I will tell you why. If I've I heard think... this once, ladies and gents, 
and those who identify as other. I've heard this a thousand times. Go on, please. Do share. So I said, why? What? I don't understand. They said, no, no, no. They think you did a really good job. They said you read the part beautifully. It, it, you were perfect. Okay, okay. So what, what's the problem? Because this is, guys, for those of you not in the business, you never know why you don't get a part. They ne- never read you never, back. They never even tell you you didn't. They get don't leave you a voice note. We'll no, come no, on to that later. absolutely. Um, so this this was an opportunity to find out why did I not get the part? You know, I was in a really privileged position. I was also quite angry. How could, how could I not get the part? No, no, no. You did a really good okay. job. Really, okay, cut to it. They don't, you're too beautiful. Sure. I said, I'm sorry. They said, you're too beautiful for the part. And I said, and usually, you know, the sort of the, the you know. The, you'd agree. You, you'd agree. Yeah. I'd, I'd say, well, you're right. Um, I know. I have never been so furious. I go, what do you mean I'm too beautiful to play a nurse? Are there no beautiful? No, not questioning whether, not questioning my beauty. <laughs> Bear in mind. Just furious that. They would think that you can't have a beautiful nurse. They said, no, you'll, you'll, you'll be distracting in the scene. You'd pull yeah. focus. Too much of a nightmare. Yeah. You, you, your features are too... It always comes back to my features. And it's not just my features are too big. I think I do too, too much... Too beautiful. <laughs> we, we already know that, shall yeah. we? I think I do too much for my features and I think she was being polite. Anyway, we have a massive row that lasted so long. I couldn't even... I said, you know what? I can't even talk to you. I'm so furious. You know, if I can't even get a job. So was three, it her decision? And, and I said, uh, no, no, no. Must it went, with the director. Yeah, went to the They producer. must have all agreed that you were too, too beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> they all agreed I was too beautiful. I said, and do you know what? Oh, three lines. And to be honest with you, there were turgid lines anyway. Oh, well, if it comes down to my... And, and anyway, when it got really yeah. ugly. You're never going to be seen so again. beautiful got so ugly. So I actually, at that time, I just said, oh, do you know what? If I can't even get a part in my um, partner's show that she's written, three turgid lines... It's not going to happen. So I actually did put the nail that put the nail in the coffin. But acting coffin something clean. you have got is a great face for radio. <laughs> My son is now really scared of his duvet covers. Oh dear! I know it's so, so sweet. Sensitive. I know he's such sensitive, Sally. Um, my father bought him the. Disney cars, you know cars, as in Lightning McQueen. I don't know if those of you. Oh yes, yes, yes. Very, very. I mean, they're so cheap. It's not a high thread count at all. Anyway, bright red, duvet cover and pillow. And yesterday I put it on for him. He said, "I want to put them. I want cars. I want Tars, Tars, Tars." He still hasn't got the Master of the Sea. Tars. I want Tars. I said, "No, I'll put the Tars duvet on for you soon." Put them on for him last night, and he was calling me all night long because he was scared of the image. Yeah. Too scared of Tars. But in, but in the Tars at night become monsters yeah. and they move. That's what I he remember. said, I'm scared of monsters. I said, fine. And then he said, does um, does does Uncle Ali drive, my brother? And I said, no, actually, although he's 36, he doesn't drive. He said, because he doesn't want to do his test. And I said, what do you mean? I said, no, he does want to do his test. He just keeps failing. He said, does he have to do a test up the nose? And I said, what do you mean? He said, all the tests, they go up the nose. And that's so sad because he's, in, he's such a hashtag COVID kid, isn't he? He's only ever seen us do tests up our noses and that made me cry the fact that he's scared of sash a bit of a soft cock and the fact that he thinks he's all tests have all to be tests up, up the nose all tests up the nose break my heart he breaks my heart i would rather my driving test was up the nose to be honest with you no it's so sad and you're I mean, your son really does break my heart. The other day when I went round, um, he put on Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. I mean, my one is listening to NWA and, um, you know, So Solid Crew. And he's put on Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. And he gets his great aunt Sally by the arms. And he goes, dance with me. And he just jumps up and down in a circle. Okay, my one is pressing his groin against his mother's. And gets <laughs> his, his mother's noses. <laughs> and I just said, oh my gosh, he's just so, so innocent. 
Talking of innocence, uh, my son's um, in, uh, innocence was further diminished this week when he saw his mammy's um, winker. So this will be the first time he's seen an adult male winker. Winker. If that's what you call them. If this is what we call them. Okay, because he's only ever seen his mum's front bottoms to date. Lovely. And because we've been in lockdown for the majority of his life, he hasn't been splishing and splashing around with his uncles like I would like. You know, all of us in the nod. We've not done that. We've been in lockdown. He's just seen a couple of the JJs. Poor guy. Anyway, so he sees his mannies because they went into the loo together. Don't worry, the manny informed us before. It was all, it was all very kosher. And he was just completely taken aback by the size of it, the sheer size. And he was just mesmerised. And uh, later that night, he, he said to the winning partner when she was putting him to bed, he said, Mummy, I really want a big winker. And she says, I know, son. We'll get you one for Christmas, I'm sure. That's what she said. We'll get you one for Christmas. <laughs> um, I've been listening to Woman's Hour a lot this week. I don't know if you've heard. Um, there was one about basically about the role of mother and motherhood. So basically, because of childcare costs, don't we know it, it forces people into the dynamic where one stays at home, one has to mm-hmm. raise a child, the other one has to earn the wage. Yeah, you know. I know which one I fall into. So you <laughs> I'll tell you what. Well, this is what's so hilarious, because the one that stays at home, they were saying 90% of them are resentful, but wouldn't want it any other way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it was interesting, um, women and their own preferences, because there was a woman on there saying, actually, you know what? Um, it was a same-sex couple, um, two ladies, two lady ones. And she was saying, you know what? I just have never been interested in being a mother. I'm not interested in motherhood. I much prefer the role of a father. So I love my children 110%, but I just don't want to be around them the whole time. Is that so wrong? And that's why she was on, which was really good, which reminds me of um, the film The Lost Daughter on Netflix. Have you seen that yet? I did. I saw it. And what are your thoughts Shall I just say quickly, for those of you, I'm sure a lot of people have watched it, but many may, may not. It's Olivia Coleman and Jessie Buckley, and it's about Olivia Coleman. She's on holiday. She's obsessed with um, a mother struggling with her daughter, just a stranger that's also on the beach. And it prompts memories of her early motherhood. Um, we'll leave it there for now, which are not necessarily... Directed by Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, directed by her, her debut. Gyllenhaal. I'd say Gyllenhaal. But no, no, Gyllenhaal. I, no, I probably said it wrong. I don't know how to speak or spell um how embarrassing how you do know how to speak and spell oh thanks okay kind of thing you've said to me all (laughs) um it stuck with me that film okay so what did what did you think first of all i think it's a really brave film especially a debut because it is it's almost nothing really happens but there's this sort of foreboding sense that something bad is going to happen all the way through which keeps you on the edge of your seat but it's really it's quite poetic and quite still um, and she really is, I mean, Olivia Coleman really does play this sort of bonkers woman in, in so far as she's that, I don't know, it's so interesting. And it's only, and you, th- you know, from the title, you, you think that she's lost a daughter. Yeah, you so do. You're sort but of she's really... actually got two daughters, very similar in age. And I found it very interesting because Jessie Buckley plays the young Olivia Coleman, whereby she's grappling as a professional professor, or she's studying to be a professor. And she's grappling with whether she actually wants to be with her children. Yeah, but they're really they're not just anyone in her situation would not want to be in her with her children because they're really difficult. They yeah. are difficult, but they're also incredibly they're just kids. Yeah, they're kids yeah, who yeah. just want your attention. But so you really feel her you frustration, do. and you want to walk. You just want to walk, and, and she, you know that I know that I never could, and that's the difference. It is, yeah. That scene. Then, there's a really sort of there's a scene where I'm sure anyone who has children out there has been in where the the daughter is just keeps on probing her mother and just keeps on hitting her in the face, and she's stop it, just stop it, stop hitting me. Keeps on going, keeps on going, keeps on going. Just stop it and then she just throws her into a room and then you know just from there 
to me that scene didn't go far enough I know I mean not from like I want to see Peter but I'm just saying I thought something awful was going to happen but actually it didn't but but, but that's what's so clever about it because it never goes anywhere that's too because then you'd understand yeah but I think the idea is actually she's dealing with what a lot of mothers deal with which is a fucking pain in the ass kids and she just can't take it she can't handle it she wants to go off and do her um her doctorate or her studies and and have this affair and that's all so she leaves her children she does she comes back, but she leaves them. But she does leave them for three years. She leaves them for three years, and when someone asked her, she said, I just didn't, didn't want to do it, and uh, I didn't want to be a mother, and the only reason I came back, hugely selfishly, is because I missed them. Yeah. So it it is interesting, and I have to say, I have I did prefer Jessie Buckley to Olivia Colman. Oh my gosh, she's so good in it. Isn't she? I think she'll get an award for that. Oh, she must. She must. <laughs> Meatloaf died today. I know. My husband's so upset. He's such a huge well, fan. I know, so am I. Your husband and I have very, very similar music tastes. Which is bon basically... Jovis, yeah. uh, Meatloaf, you know. Classic rock. I just, oh, I just... Do you mind if I just do a little sort of... Oh. A little piece just to remember him? <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to do it off the cuff. I know, <laughs> not, oh, wow. I know you're not expecting this. Because no. when Meatloaf passed away, it reminded me of when I broke up with my... Um, my uh, my long-term boyfriend, this may come as a shock to a lot of you, my long-term boyfriend, been with him for 12 years uh, and it ended in a certain way. And I remember always singing this song to cheer me up, you know, in times of, um, in times of uh, woe, I suppose. Let me just remember the one it is because I've put myself on the spot now saying that I'm going to sing a bit from... Shirley's looking at me so like... It's just because also you're about to cry. I'm just going, okay, No, sure. no, 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 because no, I'm about course. to sing. And because I've gone deaf in one ear, I can't sing as no, well no, as no. I used to. Do you remember? Oh, quite wow. a singer. Yeah. yeah. Not only beautiful, Shirley. Not only but a voice like an angel. <laughs> face <laughs> face and a voice like an angel. Okay. Do you remember the one? So I'm going to do... This is my meatloaf impersonation. Wow. Bear with. Bear sure. with. Sure. And I would do anything for love. Yes, I would do anything for love. Yes, I would do anything for love. But will you be faithful? No, I won't do that. No, 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 I won't do it. You go into the uh, air. It used to make me laugh so much. Did you do this alone or did you show it to me? Oh, no, no, no. I used to do it alone in the shower. No, I think it's very good. I think it's very good. Well done. Brava, brava. And my um, babe didn't wake up, which is amazing. What is your dead duck this week? Oh, I just haven't slept. I think this week, let's go from Sunday to, well, let's go from Friday to Friday. I reckon from last Friday to this Friday, I must have had all in probably about six hours sleep. My son, is my youngest, is not sleeping. It's really it's the a regression now, isn't it? Yeah, and um, I haven't even had a chance to look up on it because I've just been so busy. I've been going to work, coming back, looking after the children, making dinner, doing laundry, um, washing my hair, sounds going sexy. to work, sounds really sexy. Going to bed, and then I'm up all night, and then I do the same. So I haven't had a chance to look at a book or look online or anything. But that really is it's a, a killer, dead. and I think I look quite good on it, don't I? Oh yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Beautiful. Absolutely, absolutely beautiful. I've just got a new fondant. It's all it is. And that is definitely my dead dark oh, yours. Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, I would just have to say the state of the government. I'm sorry. Oh, I know. Yeah. Le gouvernement. Le gouvernement. But he is, I mean, he's, he's I don't a know toad. What, what is in here. He's a lying toad. He's a lying toad. But what's really, because I've actually quite admired his um, his performance mm. so far. Thought, yeah, it's wow, quite. It's, it's been impressive, yeah. hasn't it? And it's with slightly more charm than Trump, because Trump was charmless oh, with yeah. his uh, deceit and yeah. um, his general behaviour. But there's something quite weirdly sort of like jolly and. British about his um, general behaviour. 
despicable, but also you can just you can laugh, can't you? It's quite impressive. That yeah, it's continues. But now we're going to see the really ugly side where he's just clinging on and he's just lying and lying and lying. Even the emails, so, as though he's just given Sue, you know, like a, a pink. He's just given her, just like I'll sort you out, you sort me out. It's not going to work. Sue McGrath. Is Sue. that her name? Oh, I just know her by Sue. So, it's such an unfortunate name as well. <laughs> I love a Sue. He goes, wait, no, but he keeps on saying, you know, wait till Sue comes back yeah, with the report. Poor then, old Sue, there's so a lot hanging like, on Sue's head. <laughs> but she's already said family email, just straight up family email. Sure. That says you did know. Um, anyway, so that's your dad dog. What's your winner winner? Oh, oh, my winner winner, and I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm looking forward to five holidays this year. Sure. Oh, we're going on one We're going on one holiday. together. I might try and get you on another one. And then I'm probably going to invite you on the third We're one. going to Spain for gay weddings. We're going to gay weddings. It's going to be very nice. Middle of Catalonia. Um, you can't find any hotel. You can't find any accommodation that no, will accommodate can't. families. No, no one's interested in families. And you know what? I don't blame them. Although the Spanish themselves are very warm and do like a family. They just can't be able to give you enough room to... Or they can't be able to give you a cot. But I like that. They're rustic. They don't, it's literally in the middle of... Um, sort of an hour and a half from Barcelona. Catalonia. But it's, you know, I think it'd be fun. I just hope they, you know, you book all five and then you'll probably end up going to half of one of them. But never mind. That's what I'm looking forward to. At least mentally, that's what's getting me through my sleepless nights. You? I'm a winner winner. Um, I'm actually really looking forward uh, to our gig at the end of the month. Oh, yes. <laughs> Sorry, for those of you who've just joined us, um, we've got a gig at the end of the month. Weapons anyone... of Mass Hilarity on Weapons... Sunday the 30th. Sunday the 30th at uh, a venue called Two North Down in King's Cross. Starts at seven. Do come. Um, I'm going to put... I'm going to put a link in our bio, I think. Do. I'll get the producer to do that. Do that. Get, and get all of our producers to do that. Get all our producers to do that. We'll, do, we'll get that on the bio. So if anyone's interested, do pop down because we're going to be doing... Because it's a, a night especially for um, sort of Middle Eastern... Well, it's a Middle Eastern showcase, and it's the only uh, uh, night of its kind, so that's a good enough reason to support. And in case some of you don't know, I'm actually half Palestinian. My mother was from Palestine, and so we do actually have between us a lot of sort of arabesque sketches, or, um, and so we'll be showcasing those, which we don't get to showcase on the average um, so Caucasian night. So no. we're really, really excited. I'd say that's my winner winner. How about you? Oh yeah, you've done yours. I can't just go. How about yours? What's your dead dad? What's your winner winner? Guys, bit, who's responsible for the lack of carpet in this room? Uh, just, just, just no carpet. We'll, we'll get we'll, when, when the kids move in here in their bunk beds. We we'll get some. Yeah, we we'll get some soft landing. The colour of my son's cheeks. And it's Look. very hot. Look, he's just sucking. He's away just sucking on, on absolutely nothing. It's really sweet. He's so rosy cheeked. He's so ginger. Thing is, guys. I mean. Because he's ginger now, does that mean it's going to last or will it fade away? Not that I mind, because I just need to know whether I just need to embrace it. At the moment, I just laugh at it, but he definitely is ginger. For those of you listening who might be ginger slash strawberry blonde or auburn, I'm not dissing you, except I am a bit. Okay, guys, thank you so much for keeping listening. Thank you. Keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on, and we'll hopefully be back next week if we can uh, find some childcare. You know how it is. You know how it goes. But ta for now. And yes, link in bio. Link in bio. ta ta You've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson. Produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.